the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Healthcare Now, paid for by Integrated Physician Network. This program is recorded to air at this time. Welcome to Healthcare Now with your hosts, Larry Jones and Dr. Mark Shayat. Want to become an educated healthcare consumer? Then join our discussion about all things healthcare and understand how to navigate our complex U.S. healthcare system. Now, let's join our hosts in the Healthcare Now studios. Welcome to Healthcare Now. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones, and we've just finished a few shows in a row where we yeah. recapped last the last hundred shows. Yep, last two years. And we yeah. did that at the, at the beginning of the year, and there were so many beginning of the year. You know how you have the end of the year top 25s, yep. and you have yep. all, on, on music, on TV, everything. Yep. Well, it's true, true about healthcare, too, yes, right, Larry? absolutely. And the next piece they talk about is, well, what's going to happen next? Yep. And we see more of that in... Healthcare than in a lot of things than in the entertainment world. You see yep. it. You see it in the financial world. You see it in the you know in mortgage crowd. What's what's next? Yep. But we saw oh, how many articles oh. on the trends I'm for twenty twenty three. About six or seven of them, and that's that, probably half that you and yeah. I reviewed. Right, right. And we threw it out and said these aren't the real issues in healthcare today. No, because they it, were either partisan politics, right. self promoting, right. Or just nonsense. Yeah. yeah, when you see yeah. who comes up with it, yeah. who's paying yeah. for it, yeah. and there, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But, yeah. but basically, it's advertisement. That's right. It's either lobbying or advertising. And and you're right. We we came up with our own list. Yep. And we're going to talk about those. See how many we can get through today. We are. And by the way, uh, our show last week with Dr. Kate Zendel. Oh, it was great. We've had a lot of calls. Yeah, a lot Dr. of calls. Mark. Yep. People were very interested in the practice of dermatology. Well, I think a lot of Floridians heard our message, and they did. Uh, there, there are going to be yep. a lot of dermatology yeah. appointments yeah. <laughs> coming I out of that show. I had probably four people this week tell me, you know, after I heard your show, I'm going to schedule a dermatology appointment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because people, it's one of those things yeah. that's really easy to let slip by. Yeah. And it is it yeah. is something that's super important for everybody, yeah. but certainly for us Floridians. Yeah. And time passes by fast and it you does. don't realize. Oh it. yeah, you realize. And Florida being one of the highest incidences of skin cancer in the country. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, no no question. So that was yeah. a great show. It was great having yeah. her on and yeah. and same I've I've heard uh, feedback. I hope we uh drove some people to her and other dermatologists in the area because it's yep. it's an important issue. I would ex- and you know we didn't know she had four different offices either. No, I yeah. thought they only had, had two. Two, right, right. So right. I think that they're going to see their hopefully patient base go up a little bit yeah. as a result of her coming on the show. Yeah, maybe we can get them to take like uh you know dinner breaks and listen to our show and yeah. uh, you know work yeah. work together. We'll have to sure. have to scratch each other's back. So yeah. well, great, Larry. Well, yep. let's get on to this. The, the, yep. the, you want to talk about the the. Yep. Things that we did look at? Yeah, let me, you know, we, I want to go through, just highlight a number of articles. Top 10 healthcare predictions for 2023. Yep. The four biggest trends to look out for in 2023. Challenges facing healthcare in 2023 and how to handle them. 
reasons why 2023 is a make or break year for U.S. healthcare, and ridiculous. we'll talk about that. Yeah, ridiculous. And then business group on health, seven healthcare trends for 2023, and then one more article: what's trending in healthcare for 2023? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was everywhere. Everywhere you looked, yeah. everybody had an angle, and they were all self-promoting. Doctor yeah. Mark, I mean, a lot of them were like, yep. you know, what you would invest in. Yep. But I mean, what we talk about when we try to educate the yep. healthcare consumer, right. we have a list of the things. That we're looking to that keep an relevant. eye on, right? And yeah, and, right. and and some of our list, it, it's sort of things that we are yeah. hoping for right. that, that we're going to see yeah. something that that goes in the right direction. And and again, you know, you're you're right. It's all about helping build educated healthcare consumers, right? right. But in we want to bring, we talk about the truth about U.S. healthcare. Yep. I'm not saying these articles aren't the truth. No, but it's they're bad. just not relevant. They're they're slanted. Yeah, they're absolutely. slanted. I mean, they have absolutely. they have a purpose, and you know, yeah. it's good reading. It's good reading, it is. and we it did is. we we didn't go through and just you know argue about any no. of this stuff. It's no. just I don't think it's relevant to our yeah. listeners in, yeah. in in the most part. Yeah, and you know, the first big issue facing the U.S. healthcare in 2023, Doctor Mark, healthcare premiums. They every single year they go up. Yep. That I don't over I don't think two thousand dollars a month. For a family of four. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I saw it as, you know, in my previous uh, biz- business practice, you know, yep. we, we had our own health care. It wasn't a big corporation or anything. So we just had a few that had health care. Mm-hmm. And I would jump from company to company, but nothing ever got cheaper. The only reason yep. I changed right. is one would go up so much more. And if, if a company was coming into a market. They might start you off at something that was a little more competitive. Yep. But you can guarantee the fun, the next year they'd be just Sooner as high or as the next one. going to get you. And what do you what when people change back and forth like that? Mm-hmm. There's really only one issue, right? It's it's who their doctors are and if their doctors right. are covered. So that's who what you have to look at. The network is that's right. So if you can look at you know the right deductible, the right yep. plan, and you can get it more cheaply with one of the big yep. insurers, you yep. should do that. But you got you to make sure that yeah. your doctors are involved. And again, you know, we promote the independent practice of medicine mm-hmm. on this show because yep. we represent a thousand independent physicians Correct. that are not aligned or employed by the hospital. Right. And we're not saying there's anything wrong with employed physicians, but it costs you less if yep. you go to an independent right. physician right. across the board, across the board, in all areas of healthcare. Well, I mean, it, it costs you less because all of these groups, all the insurers, you're going to have a deductible. You're going to have co-pays, which are a percentage, mm-hmm. you know, or, or you're going to have a share of cost. So right. based on how much you, you out, you know, your output is, right. you're, you're going to be paying more out of pocket right. and, until you hit the max. Right. Exactly. And nobody, I mean, the, the goal every year is to not do that. That's right. The only way you can, I'm air quoting, win when you're looking at healthcare premiums is if you don't meet that max out of yep. pocket, because right. if you meet the max out of pocket, They've already calculated what the coverage is, and you've paid for it. Exactly. I mean, you, 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 you've, yeah. laid, you've laid all that out. Yeah. Well, these commercial plans, I mean, you see in more and more large employers going to self-insured programs. Yes. And that's basically because it breaks out this 12% annual rate increase mm-hmm. that every actuary of every health plan plugs into their numbers every year. I mean, it's gotten to the point where they don't – are they really calculating it, or are they just laying it out? Exactly. Because it is. It's been yeah. 12%. Every year for and probably when, and, 15 years. And you practiced for 23 years? Yep. I do that Name math. a year yeah. you got a 23, oh. a 12% increase. Oh, no. Yeah. So, well, Just I mean, give me one yeah, year, Not Dr. a Martin. single. There was not a single year of increases. <laughs> exactly. Until 
the best we would get is if Medicare or Medicaid came back and said, we're not going to lower rates this year. So it flat, yep. stayed flat. Stayed flat. Yeah. And yep. or occasionally yep. they throw you the bone. I know Medicare threw the bone of, well, we're going to delay the 2% mm-hmm. decrease for another year. And and we yep. were supposed to be happy about that. Right. Yeah. Right. And, but if you had you a job. You didn't take a cut. Right. And if and all of our listeners, if, you, if you're working and you have a job and you're there for five years, mm-hmm. And you're making less than you were in year one. Are you staying yep. with that job? Yep. Exactly. And, and uh, we do see that. We see that without a doubt. That's a hundred percent what the physicians are looking at. And you know, we see dropout. We see people yep. retiring early because they're like they've had enough. Well, you know, not not healthcare, but when you look at the school system, yes. and you look at law enforcement, mm-hmm. these people rarely get a raise. Yeah, it's flat. It's and flat. and look at the starting salaries of these folks. Yep. No, it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. And I yeah. think you know the other piece is when there is an increase, it's quite often for new hires. Yep. So you might have been working for fifteen years in one of these jobs, it, and somebody comes on new, starts at a rate higher than your current rate. Well, that's exactly what's happening in the school board it's today. Happening in the school board, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. And the the how do, average, how do you make that work? The uh, just a couple years ago, a starting school teacher with a bachelor, not a master's, started thirty six thousand in the state of Florida. Gotcha. DeSantis has got it up to forty two thousand. So you've got teachers that are two and three year teachers that started at thirty six that may be making thirty eight today with three years experience right. and a brand new teacher coming on 42. board at forty two. Yep, and, that's and, exactly and how do you, what you're talking. And how about. do you answer that? Because if you yep. look at trying to be competitive in the job market. And you're a big employer like like a school yeah, system, school board, yeah, yeah a whole yeah. school system. And yeah. I mean, you are looking yeah. at well, if yeah. we're going to go up, we're going to hire this many new teachers, and yep. it's going to cost us this much. Mm-hmm. Well, what about all the? If you try to make it equal across the board, yeah. I mean, you see yeah. the same thing in nursing. You see the same oh, thing. Yes. I mean, yes. it is it is really an issue. And you know, when we want, we're going to this, you know, minimum wage at fifteen dollars yep. per hour pretty soon now. And uh, what is it? Uh, when are we going to hit the full amount in two? Three more years. Three more years. Three more years. Yep. And when that happens, it's not. It's the same issue, right? right. It's not just new. Everybody bumps up. And if they were like, "Well, you know what? I was at thirteen, and they were at eleven, and now now we're all yep. at fifteen, so I should really yep. be at seventeen. Yep. I mean, it's it's a yep. it's a cost so, to go look so at. So the real issue is we're talking about the providers don't get increases yet. It doesn't roll up. Right. Why are healthcare premiums continuing to increase, Doctor Mark? And when you look at healthcare costs and and what yes. why, why is it if they're getting more money right. it it doesn't we talk about this pretty often it just often, doesn't don't make we? any sense no it doesn't make yeah. any sense yeah. that they go up every year yeah. and yeah. so and when we look at the amount of money that that is dealt out in healthcare over the years yeah. and, and what percentage yeah. of that is is involved 4. in 4.6 trillion last year and you 2022 know, you know what they they call a you know a healthcare insurance company that that doesn't increase their rates every year and doesn't show huge profits out of business. Well, that's exactly right. They're not here. Yeah. Well, they just they just aren't here. You've got to maintain your reserve and your solvency, and if you don't, yep, you're you're shut down. But it doesn't. Yep. That doesn't justify the flip side of that, where no. where all the big players are now not just yep. healthcare providers, yep. insurance providers, yep. because yep. there's a cap there, right? right. There's a number, a fifteen percent profit, right. right? After costs, so. But they're now so involved in other healthcare companies yep. and the profits they drag in there. Diversification. Right. Exactly. So so yep. instead of pumping that back into their insurance product mm-hmm. and making it more affordable for Americans, 
We have a thing like the ACA, yep. which has 11 million people yep. signed up into it. Well, actually, and is it 15. making 15.6 million this oh, is that the year, new this year? Right, We just got the year. number this week. There you go. Yeah. 15.6. So, uh, and I'm that's glad the, you that's mentioned. That's a big jump, even though it's still a small went number. Went from about 14 to 15.6 yep. million, about mm-hmm. a million and a half new 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 uh, lives involved. Gotcha. But I'm glad you rolled into ACA because that was the next thing I was going to talk about. Oh, really? You know, we're yep. still seeing premiums significantly lower in the ACA than they were two years ago. Well, that's from supplements. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's subsidies. not the, the, the subsidies. I'm yeah, sorry. Subsidies. That, so yeah. that that isn't because they caught they, – because the, the premium's up there. you and I and right. every taxpayer listening to right. this are paying right. for that. Yep. And so yeah. – but and you can see the premium. Yep. And because they show you yep. right on the ACA that this is going to cost you $700 a month. Right. But – you, hit the, the you hit the number on the head right yeah, there. It's a seven hundred, about yeah. seven hundred dollars a month yeah. on average. And yeah. so you know, but with your subsidy, it's going to cost you yeah. you know fifty dollars, zero dollars, whatever sure. it's going to be. And there's a, there's a commercial out right now um, that it's kind of funny because uh, I think if you were a, a an English teacher or, or big on grammar, you would hate it. But they talk about how much they pay. Like I, I pay zero dollar a month. I pay yeah. you know yeah. And uh, but so it's 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 yeah. talking about exactly that. But missing the point that where does that money come from? It's yeah. it's not magic money. That's and right. you know where it's not coming from, Larry? It's not coming from the insurance company. That's right. Because they are getting the subsidy. That's right. They're that's they're yeah. pocketing that. There are so, so many dollars that calculate into yeah. these formulas, Doctor Mark. Well, I on mean, the profitability of these insurance companies. On the one it's side, insane. you know, we're we're supporting this capitalistic society. It makes sure. sense. We're we're hundred percent in, but we're not. We're not using the system to support itself. Right. We're using the government yep. to support it, yep. and I think that's the downfall. I think that's the problem. When the cash is coming out of the taxpayer money through the government, yep. managed through the government, who's in control? Right. Right. E- even though these businesses can, can continue to make money, there's got to be some give back, and that's how the subsidies need to be looked at. Exactly. And Dr. Mark, when we come back, we're going to talk about Medicare for a minute. Keep talking about healthcare premiums. And then number two, we're going to get into drug cost. We'll be right back. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. The Integrated Independent Physicians Network, preserving and protecting the independent practice of medicine since 2015. Join the movement with us ipnetworkflorida.com Navigate the healthcare process like never before. Due to popular demand, Healthcare Now is also airing on Thursday evenings at 7 p.m. Join me, Larry Jones, and Dr. Mark on Healthcare Now, Thursdays at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 1. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer, and at TheAnswerOrlando.com. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion on the go. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. You have found Dr. Mark and Larry Jones here in the Healthcare Now studios, and we are going over our our trends of 2023 as we see them. Exactly. Um, I don't know, Larry. I think we're going to have to carry this out into a couple of shows. This may we take only a got couple. to one. We got to one bullet we're out of one eleven. Bullet. Yeah. So, so <laughs> we're, we're not done. We're with not that done yet. with that one. Yeah. We need to talk about Medicare. <laughs> That's right. Let's talk about Medicare for a minute. As you know, 
um, the Medicare Part B yes. cost out of your Social Security mm-hmm. went down a little bit from one seventy ten to one sixty four ninety. That's a good thing, right? But if you're in straight Medicare, the cost of the supplement went up about twenty dollars a month. So now you're paying two twenty to two thirty a month. And the Part D, and we're going to talk about drugs in a minute. Mm-hmm. Dr. Mark, this thing is up to $180 a month oh premium. God. And it was $70, 70 bucks bucks, yeah. just a few years oh, ago. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, that's, you know. Now, that's that, straight Medicare. That's robbing Peter to pay Paul. I mean, if, if, you, if you can say, you know, your, your Happy Meal is going to cost this much, yeah. but I'm going to charge you two bucks for the napkin – I mean, you can't and get out of the drive through, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's right. so, and that's exactly what's happening yeah. here because we talk about this all the time. You have to have a supplement. You have to have that twenty percent that Medicare doesn't pay will kill you. Yes, and 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 I think especially if you're over age seventy. I think most Americans, you know, they go to work and they see that line on their paycheck that's going in. Yep. And it's going to go into my Social Security. I'm going to have Medicare coverage, and mm-hmm. no one that's not in the business says. Yep. That the money's going to be yep. coming out. Yep. You know, you, you're not writing the check. Right. Right. You're, right. It's being deducted from the check that you're being sent. Right. right. So people can go on their entire lives and have no idea any of this is going on. Right. And they wonder, like, you know, I'm just not making ends meet. Well, yeah. I mean, what's going on here? Well, when you look at the cost of Part B, mm-hmm. the supplement and the and the uh, Part D premium. Right. You're looking at over six hundred dollars a month yes. for a Medicare for, for, person so, so, to pay. So a couple, and we just talked about yep. the average ACA premium yep. was only seven hundred dollars. Right. Right. But now let's talk about MA, Medicare Advantage. You know, all that goes away except for the one sixty four ninety if you join a Medicare Advantage plan. Right. And most of them, if it's an HMO, not a PPO, it's zero premium. Right, they'll they'll even knock down that one sixty four. They'll 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 reimburse it. There are some payback plans. plans. Payback plans. Absolutely. And I mean, I think okay. First of all, sounds great. That's right. Okay. Let's talk about the difference. (laughs) Secondly, so so this is a management company, which is one of the big players. Right. It's a private insurance company that takes on a Medicare Advantage contract. So what they what they are doing? I mean, they're not doing this out of the goodness of their own heart. They're doing this out of the profitability. Absolutely. So. Why, Larry, can all these companies yep. and there have been lots of companies yep. have come and gone in that in that MA plan. There have been a few. But, but but we've got the good standards. So why would they do this? Well, obviously yep. it's because they're making bank. Well right. but they're delivering the same care, presumably well, let's talk as about straight how Medicare. Doing that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk you about know, that. Let's Larry. talk about you know, most Medicare Advantage plans contract with what they call MSOs, right. Medicare Service Organizations. Mm-hmm. And we have one, yep, Physicians Trust MSO. Right. And they basically, these MSO, build primary care networks mm-hmm. that take on the risk of assigned lives from these Medicare Advantage plans. Right. And they pass the risk on. They give them anywhere from 82 right. to 85% of the premium. The health plan keeps the rest for administrative. Yep. And if the MSO loses money, it comes out of the MSO off the right health plans, and, and and that's, that's not right. again that we know that. Yep, the MSOs know yep. that, but no one else knows that. Everyone else is yep. they're like, well, how can they do that? Well, it's because you know Company B is taking on the risk. They're that's not. Right. Yep. They're sending the risk out to the, the well, MSOs. Let's talk about. Let's take yeah. it one step further. Mm-hmm. The MSO gets the contract from the. 
uh, Medicare plan, and then they pass on the risk to their primary care doctors sure. in the way of capitation right. with an opportunity for surplus right. if they do well. Yep. And that capitation and risk is also capped, so where meaning – they don't go any higher than that. If you don't earn your surplus, you that's get all you get yeah, to cap. Get, right. And so the disproportionate share of what an MSO is getting off the backs of the doctors who they're taking risk on pocketed. is it's it's being pocketed. Right. By and the right now, Doctor Mark, in Orange County, they call it the average capitation mm-hmm. for a for a Medicare Advantage member right. is about eight hundred and fifty dollars per, that, per life. Yeah. For, per, per, for month, covered life per month. Per month. Yep. Eight hundred fifty dollars mm-hmm. a right. month. The MSO profitability on that is somewhere between two hundred and two hundred fifty dollars of that eight hundred fifty. Really, that does yeah. not go to patient care. Yep, right. Now we don't do that in our MSO. No, but that's the average. Yeah, so the MSO is taking that administrative fee, huge and piece, just, right? So, so you got fifteen percent off the top, right. plus the MSO profitability. What's left for the patient? Okay, but but Larry, the thing that just makes my head spin yeah. is that at the end of the day. The delivery of healthcare is the same as it was in the CMS-sponsored Medicare project, Absolutely. right? It has to yet, be. Yet, yeah. instead of it taking money from the individuals, this new yeah. plan, if you will, mm-hmm. makes huge money. Yes. Like, yes. conglomerately, they're making billions of dollars. Billions of dollars in profits. So if yep. they're making billions in profits – what the heck was going on in the original, right? Yep. So, yep. so, and so, I'm, I'm, I state this for a couple of reasons. Uh-huh. One, I know where you're going yeah, on this. One yep. is people that are screaming, "We need government-run healthcare." Right. Well, clearly, government-run healthcare does not work That's because right. all they do is turn it over to these companies, and these companies not only are managing it, they're right. managing it and yep. making enough money to pay off the entire debt. Yeah, right. Well, back in the fee-for-service side where you're going with this, you know, Medicare on average processes 1.2 billion claims a day. Yeah, Yeah, insane. 95% of those claims are auto-adjudicated. Yeah. Tell our listeners what that means, Dr. Mark. That that it doesn't really go through anybody's brain. Nobody even looks at it. Nobody even looks at it. They just spit the money out. pays the money. So, so, and unfortunately, there are errors. Massive fraud. Fraud. Yep. And you know you have all these companies. I mean, you know, we will we'll have to do some fraud. Yeah, we'll need to have somebody on to talk about we can Medicare, do that. about yep. medical fraud yep. because so much of it is. Now I'll say some of it are are physicians behaving badly, and, but, but you know but what, a lot that's of them such are a small, yeah, percentage. small percentage. I mean, a lot of them are less just, than one percent. It's just it's business. Yep. It's just white collar crime. Yep, that's right. And it's folks that have figured out yep. a way to create these systems that just mm-hmm. get money yep. dropped into their bank account every single yep. day. I mean, it's, right. it's yeah, right. that, that is crazy. So that, that waste, so a lot of that is mitigated by these companies because right. they have the administration. But, but again, they're both sides. It's just people. It's just people. And, you know, does the government not have the wherewithal to hire those people? Well, clearly yeah. they don't. So we're yeah. going to see where this goes. They can hire 87,000 tax, uh, right. Tax, yeah. Tax IRS pe- folks. IRS yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and I mean, that's the thing. You I didn't know, mean to throw well, that in there. Yeah, that's political, right. Dr. Bork. Well, exactly. Well, when we go to, the, you know, and that's the argument, one of the arguments against a flat tax, which you yeah, know, most of us are pretty excited it. about, yeah. is that it would put all these people out of work. Well, yeah. hey, they can go and work for health care. That's right. We can kind of bring them all in because we need that type of. There are oh, yeah. thousands of jobs available right here in Orlando oh, yeah. on health care. Oh, no openings. doubt. No doubt openings yep. left and yep. right. But it is. It's yep. It's just 
mind-boggling when you look at it. And and I don't I don't blame the consumer at all for not looking at it no. because at the bottom the bottom line for them is less money out of pocket and that's crucial. Exactly. That's but, right. But but it's not magic people. No. There's no. there is a method to the madness there is. and there is an excuse that's given from yep. from CMS Without a doubt. that that is not forgivable. Yeah. And let me mention one more thing whether you're in straight Medicare or Medicare Advantage the benefits are equal. They are required by CMS to be be the same. But what's interesting, Dr. Mark, you mentioned the profitability Mm -hmm. in the MA side. There are actually more benefits offered in Medicare Advantage than there are in straight Medicare. Vision and hearing and dental. dental, All that. Transportation. uh, uh, You you look at these commercials. You name it. For one thing, most of the commercials on on some of the smaller companies Mm – uh, they really got to up their up their game on these commercials because yep. they're pretty yep. horrible. Yep. And all the other ones, the big sit, boys are on TV every day. Yeah, and, and the yep. big boys, and yep. they they hire, and it's pretty smart. They'll they'll you know they'll hire the Joe Namaths of the world that yep. that speak to that age group that we're looking at, right? And but you look at it, and and it's like there's there's no way it can be true, and it is true. What they're saying is actually yep. true. Yep. It is going to save you money, but on the backs of others, That's right. you know. And and I, I again, I don't, I'm not, I'm not. I, I I would advise you to look at an MA program. I mean, an MA program is going to absolutely save you a lot of money. But my curiosity is a couple things need to happen. Now, we have to see what the longevity of this is yep. because all these companies, they like to see an upward trend yep. year over year over year, right? That's right. So they're, That's they're, most of these companies are publicly traded, yep. and they can't go to the boardroom and say, hey, we did as good this year as we did last year. Yep. So yep. what's going to happen – when it flattens out. Well, right? let me let me give you some facts. It's not going to flatten out through 2030 right. because you got 10,000 new people a day joining oh, the joining roles in. of Medicare. Sure, sure. And right now, Dr. Mark, even though Medicare Advantage is almost equaled what straight Medicare is, 50-50 pretty much. I think yeah. it's 49-51. Yep. 70% of these 10,000 people a day are moving into a Medicare Advantage plan. Right. And and everything's going to be right. into a managed. It's plan. going to be more managed. Yeah, care. Be well, more managed care. yeah. And on the uh, medic on the straight Medicare side, it's going to be in an accountable care organization, right? Which we are part of as right. well. So yep. so it's these groups are going to continue to you know they're not printing money here. You know the government's printing the money, but that's they are finding right. ways to do this. That's right. And so so that's you know that's the one piece. Yep. The next piece I have a curiosity about mm-hmm. is when do legislators sit down and look at these profits and say, you know, this is great. Yep. You have saved uh, you 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 have saved a lot of work on the government side, right? And yep. because we we basically fed, but you know, you're making it's we can see what you're making. Yep. We need yep. more support on the Medicare side. We need yes. more cash back into. Yep. So so that would be government regulation. Yes. Right? And there's a huge amount of regulation in healthcare, but there are a lot of industries that have government regulations yep. on earnings like that, you know, right. like the airlines. Right. And so I think that is probably something we're going to see, yep. not in 2023, yep. but in the future, we're going to see Congress starting to look at that and get a bigger group of folks that yep. are like, you know what? There's too much at play here. Yep. Um, you yep. know, today we're, we're, we can't, can't balance our budget, right? That's right. That's and right. how are we going to fix these things? And that's one of the ways yep. I believe that we're going to fix them. Well, it's interesting because we got this last minute of this segment. Medicare, for a long time, I've had numerous conversations with CMS in Washington right. mm-hmm. about why is the Medicare Advantage program costing CMS 14% on average more than straight Medicare? Yeah. And yet they know that 
and they know that the abuse under the MSO side is there, but the problem, the reason CMS won't change it is because they want to fix their costs. Yes. And they, that's they, what MA right, does. Right, because they have right. a budget. That's right. And it's a number. That's right. And they can't go anywhere and on that number. if it's fixed, they don't have to right. worry about and it. And at the beginning of the year, they write a check. That's right. And they don't need to worry about it. Done. Until the budget committee meets For again. For the next year. Yeah. That's right. You're right. No, you're yep. right. And yep. and that that is that's a system that won't change. I I, I can I can respect right. that. But what has to change is what's fair. Yeah. You know yep. where should these dollars be redistributed? That's right. And some of them, I'm not I'm not saying anybody's working for free here. But no, you know, no, not so. well. You know, and and also you've got the uh, input of the American Health Insurance Plan lobby also sure. that helps protect these Medicare Advantage no plans. Well, Larry, we didn't get off topic one we're yet. Still on yeah, bullet point number bullet one. point number one. But <laughs> when we come back, let's talk about drug costs. Absolutely, we'll be right back. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. The Integrated Independent Physicians Network, preserving and protecting the independent practice of medicine since 2015. Join the movement with us, ipnetworkflorida.com. Navigate the healthcare process like never before. Due to popular demand, Healthcare Now is also airing on Thursday evenings at 7 p.m. Join me, Larry Jones, and Dr. Mark on Healthcare Now, Thursdays at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 1. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer, and at TheAnswerOrlando.com. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion, on the go. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. You are back in the Healthcare Now studios. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones, and we have just completed bullet point one of 11. Uh, so, Larry, you know, we're going to be talking about this for a while, but it's important stuff. It's very it's Well, you know, and, we're talking about the biggest issues facing the U.S. healthcare system in 2023 as the way we see it, Dr. Right. Mark. And I think, you know, this answers why no one asked us to write our own article right. because it would probably be a novel. I mean, we're, we're, we're not, we're pretty, pretty, we It'd can't throw anything away. Large book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, and, and I'm not into writing books. So, but you know, it's, it's important that we send these informations to our listeners. Oh, yeah. No, this is crucial. No question. And, and to be yeah. fair, Larry, this is what we talk about every week. That's right. All right. And, and we've got a little bit of organization here. Yep. We put it in order and we're going to talk about this over the next yep. few weeks. But but this is important, and, and what we're going to talk about as bullet point number two mm-hmm. is pharma, pharma and drug costs. Yep, and and yep. We, we we do we talk about that a yep. lot, but it's because it accounts for such a large yep. percentage of that medical cost that we see every year. Over the last five years, Doctor Mark, pharma, mm-hmm. in other words, drug cost as a percent of the total healthcare premium has gone from thirteen to twenty five percent of the healthcare dollar. Yep. And it's it's happened in a couple of ways. One, just population growth. Yep. Right. One is increase in the elderly population. Yep. yep. And the other is we on start, average mm-hmm. over sixty five patients take at least three different meds. Right. Right. So and as we age, we see yep. decade by decade, we see right. more medi- medications being used. Right. Right. But Larry, the the latest trend 
is these incredibly expensive medications, new drugs on the new market. drugs. Yeah, right. and so and and we talk about this all the time when there's a, when there are drugs out there, and we're not, I don't even mean chemotherapy. I don't. I, I'm I'm talking about a lot of the biologics. Absolutely, that, that are going to cost yeah. us, and the mono- chemotherapy is always going to yeah, be there. right. Yeah. And 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 fortunately, you know, chemotherapy as a bucket isn't yep. that enormous amount of, yep. of money. You know, fortunately, yep. it's still still at a at oncology is a, a big piece. Yes, it is. Yep. It is it's a big piece. And so, when you wrap around the idea of biologics and monoclonals mm-hmm. and just meds that are going to a lot of people qualify for these medications is yep. why they're yep. and they can yep. be. Tens of thousands of dollars per yep. year, mm-hmm. and sometimes yep. you know a hundred thousand. Yep. You know, just just for these non oncologic drugs yep. that are out there, they're, and they're not they're not uh, in the orphan drug companies. They're not for yep. for uncommon disorders. They're for right. common disorders. Well, let me give you one that seems to I've run into four or five people just recently that are on Eliquis. Yep, yep. for blood, blood thinners. thinners. Mm-hmm. For possible, uh, they may have had a a clot, a clot in the lung, right, a right. blood clot in the lung, or a right. leg, or whatever. And they're on Eliquis, and they're almost el- once they start it, seems like. And you can talk to this better than me. They're on it for life. Yeah, depending on why they're on it. But, okay, but yeah. Okay. So, so there there are different thinners. Like if so, we continue to improve our healthcare delivery. Okay, we can. I mean, if I'm going to tell you that. You you had a heart attack and I need to take you to surgery yep. and you have to bypass or we can put a stent in right right so the cost of doing that less invasive procedure is arguably more than the invasive procedure but the complications because are because of the follow so if you look at the yep. whole the whole mm-hmm. piece yep. right so but those those costs are in med tech yep. right they're in development of the actual stents. And the medications, so sometimes they get put on different yeah. blood thinners. Mm-hmm. And if you compare the gold standard of blood thinners is warfarin, Coumadin, yep. which is rat poison, yep. okay? And I have to tell you, I I despise that, that yeah. drug. And I don't think it's being used no, it, quite as much as it used well, to. Not right? as, well, no, not as much okay. because it used to be the only thing. That was it, know, right? Yeah. But, right? But it's still used, I think, more than it should be, okay. and that's driven mostly by cost. Okay. I know and, some of the clinical people that we work with in our team, they, they are not recommending Coumadin. Yeah, no, no, no. It's no, more right. like Eliquis. No, it's – yeah, and there, there are – I think there are three – Drugs on the market mm-hmm. like Eliquist, and yep. since we're not, yep. you know, we're not promoting. Well, just to give right, you an idea, but, we're but, talking about drug cost. Mm-hmm. Eliquist, on average, costs a patient six hundred dollars a month, Doctor Mark. Yeah, and that and that's that's the patient, the the insurance company. That's can the be copay. Paying, yeah, yeah, that's it's, the it's copay. More. Yeah. So, so the drug companies are are making it, and you know, it's interesting. So with Coumadin, mm-hmm. you know, we can we can reverse some of the effects of Coumadin um, with with things that are really quite cheap, right? Okay, like vitamin okay. K and yep. and. But these other drugs, they have developed reversing agents, and one dose of some of these reversing agents could be twenty five, thirty five thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah. So if somebody comes into the emergency room on one of these drugs and they're having a hemorrhagic stroke okay. or they're in an accident, and we need to reverse that, so literally the emergency room could just go in and pop open this mm-hmm. this medication, and and suddenly yeah. somebody's got to pay thirty grand. Right. And what has happened is. The, that drug is is hard to get your hands on because nobody's going to stock it. It has a shelf life, right, right. and they're really afraid that people are going to give it left and right, right? right? And so, right. so that so the hospitals turned around and immediately and created like committees. Okay, and committees are not efficient, right? Right, but in order to get these drugs, but so even these expensive drugs, and I am telling you all day long, we need to keep 
with these advances, yes. right? Oh, no and, question. And we need Research to, is yep. important. But at some point, but you know, where do we, you draw the line on cost, on cost and then and, and profits? Profits. Right. That's it, Doctor. I, I know. I know. You know. I mean, if there was one thing that could be centralized, and I, I mean, I, if the if the government could actually support the development of drugs directly, they just they support yeah. it indirectly yeah. financially. But if they right. supported it directly, and and we had more control well, there, I mean, the government could be yeah. making money in a different way, we not were, just with taxes. We were talking the other day yeah, about the really new legal, legislation yeah. about, yeah. you know, they're going to pick 20 drugs, and CMS is going right. to have the opportunity to 10 them. now and 10 later. And so they're picking the 10 drugs mm-hmm. next month that they feel that they can get a better cost on, right. whether they're buying them from Canada or whatever. And so the legislation is going to go into effect in 2026. Right, instead of tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come I on. I mean, a lot of the legislators that are doing this, I mean, I don't know That's if they ridiculous. see themselves in their position yeah. on things yeah. they're voting on. And yeah. and it worries me yeah. with they're, that delay, how easy would it be to reverse the plan? They're pacifying the pharma companies. That's yeah, all they are. Doing. No, they absolutely yeah. are. Yeah. And we do. Some of these drug costs are legit drug costs, but the 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 amount – that we pay as Americans versus other folks since we, you know, we talk about this all the time, how yep. the R and D is covered by the sales in the United States. A hundred percent for the whole so, world. Yeah. For the That's whole right. world. That's so right. we've got to, got to make that happen. Yep. And you know, we're, we, we, a lot of, a lot of things, a lot of good fortune, but it's going to become yep. an issue when the haves can get the drugs and the have-nots cannot. Yep, exactly. And, and that's pretty much where it is today. Well, they have to because, because yep. Medicaid or I'm sorry, Medicare can't pay for yep. all this stuff. My wife got a call yesterday as a, mm-hmm. you know, she's a care manager right? and she got a call yesterday from one of their patients and said, I just can't buy this drug. Mm-hmm. It's too expensive. It's $600 a day. Right. She was actually talking about Eliquis. Yeah. yeah. She says, I just, uh, can't, right. can't afford it. Now on the, on the good news. So she went home from the hospital from a blood clot treatment with no Eliquis. No, that's death. That's and then awful. Maxine called the nurses at the hospital and said, did you know this patient went home? She did. Yeah. Yeah. Are well, you kidding and, and, me? And I do want to say that a lot of the drug companies have policies where they say, listen, if you can't afford this drug, give us a call. And you hear that That's on the right. advertising. And, right. it, and it's legitimate. It's it legitimate. Legit. But, but how many people, how many people do, it? do that? I know. Because everybody, yeah. you, you got a lot of people who are like, well, they're just trying. And, and they could be right. You know, yeah. they're, they're yeah. skeptical yeah. or or they don't have the wherewithal, or you just got out of the hospital and you got yep. a lot of things going on. There's a lot of debt. Yep. And you know, you yep. just, you're, it's easier to not take, because when you don't take that drug, you don't feel any differently. That's right. I mean, it's until just like, something until happens, something bad, terrible right. happens. Yep. And, and that's, that's a, that's a big piece of it. Well, and the I, I generics, think, as you know, have continued to increase. Yep. And, you know, I would say our prescription, when our, when we look at our physicians and the amount of generics versus branded drugs that they prescribe yep. we're right around 90 percent generic and but the statins in the cardiovascular world and the hypertension pills the dollars 70 percent of americans are on either a statin right. or a hypertension bill yep but what does are, that say about america well yeah oh well Mark? what does it say about our data that says that's what we need and because we don't right. really know that that's what we need but that's but, right. but when that's when when both of those things can be better controlled in many people not in everyone but in yep. many people yep. with diet and exercise right yep. how so, many people do you know that don't take a blood pressure med you know i mean uh well you know my, my friend group is still pretty yeah. good i think there's okay. a there's a it's okay. pretty pretty group yep. Pretty good group, but I, uh, you know, it's just so common. It's a lot, and and yep. a lot of. Yep. I mean, there was talk of 
coming up with a pill that was a statin and a beta blocker. Right. And right. and that everybody would take it because it would decrease the chance of a, a, stroke. a heart attack. Yeah, actually. or stroke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. heart attack. And, stroke, uh, yeah. and I, think it's, I think it was just the heart attack. Mm-hmm. It was okay. just a heart attack. And, okay. and so but, – but then you know you sort of then balance out the complications and the cost. And I'll tell you what's, what's really frightening to the average person mm-hmm. is that many of the decisions that are made are based on – the overall cost, right? Right. So, so even though we know that something would be better for an individual, when we look at it overall, the the overall cost right. of it is too high, right? And so that's we're going to see that in medications. But I'm telling you, the the other thing that we're seeing growth on is are the biosimilars, okay? And so biosimilars and explain I don't wanna, that, doctor. Yeah, Mark. I don't want to pretend yeah. I, I I'm absolutely not a, not an but, expert. But explain this. what a biosimilar so, is to our so there listeners. there are a number of really expensive things like like Humira, right? Is, and 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 there's there's a whole huge cost. A whole, so, so these these yeah. different different biologics. We're talking a couple thousand dollars a month. Oh, for Humira, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so there are biosimilars mm-hmm. that are out there that that are not recognized. By the FDA as being okay. the same to treat the same thing, they're okay. not approved for these things because the the game is is it just less strength or is it just no it's a, it's a different, it's a different chemical drug. compound okay. that is okay. that's biologically similar and and but you have to believe that that's the way that works right, right. so right. so it doesn't have the same FDA approval. Um, I mean the the studies studies are out there. I think they're probably stronger out of Europe than they are in the U.S. But you're not. I mean that's just not the way. We've been able to work yeah. things in the in the U.S. system, right. and I'm not good or bad. Yep. And I, and, I, and again, I've got a lot of research to do on biosimilars to have a great conversation okay. about it. Okay. But at the same time, there are answers out there. But I also believe that some of these these medications are just miraculous. Yep. And I do believe yep. that the monoclonals yep. are going to be the answer to things like Alzheimer's and well, Parkinson's and things that are. Let's talk about Alzheimer's for a minute. If you remember the Adahim debacle, now they're coming out with a product called. Icatamab. Well, there's there are, there's three. There, it's, yeah. it's half the price of right. what right. Adahelm yeah. came in. Right. So, but who can still afford that, Doctor Mark? Well, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be yeah. what your what the coverage is, right? Yeah. But yeah. there are yeah. there are three monoclonals out there being in the, in clinical testing now. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'd have to write down. I don't. I can't name one of them. Yeah. But there are three. Yeah. I know that uh, Abfi has one. I know that Eli Lilly has one. Mm-hmm. And Aldehelm. Well, well, Eli Lilly, I believe, is the Icanamab. Oh, that's the Icanamab? Yeah. And that just came on in the last month. Well, it's been it's around. It's been around. It's, no, it's yeah. a little, yeah. little longer. But, okay. But yeah. Okay. So they all, and that's why Aldehelm was kind of funny because that came out ahead and the FDA did a jump approval on it and it did. It blew yeah. up in everybody's blew face. Everybody. And, and, and that, that, that estimated cost was going to be $56,000 a year per patient. Insane. And the amount of profit uh, that was, uh, which which uh, company was it? Um, the, Biogen. Bi- yeah, Biogen. Biogen. They were looking yep. at making yep. $8 billion right. of profit on that drug yep. in, the, in the short term. Yep. So, All right. Well, I think we can move on from... We're going to keep talking about issues facing the U.S. healthcare system in 2023 when we come back, Dr. Mark. We'll be right back. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. The 
Integrated Independent Physicians Network, preserving and protecting the independent practice of medicine since 2015. Join the movement with us, ipnetworkflorida.com. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. Welcome back to Healthcare Now. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones. We're going to uh, wrap up the show today, and we are talking about our trends of 2023 in healthcare, yes. uh, the things that, that we, we looked at, the information that was out there, and kind of felt like it was yep. it was fairly biased and not, 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 we didn't not feel, really helpful, really. Yeah, well, we didn't feel they were the, really the biggest issues yeah. facing so we're going to uh, we're going to put our we're the experts hats on because we're right. allowed to do that because we've got we've got the microphones in front That's of right. us you know you know That's and, right. and uh, I mean I guess if we had a uh, if we if we jump to the Colin show I mean we're going to have a lot of competition for that so yeah. I don't know how much fun that would yeah. be I will tell you Doctor Mark when you and I reviewed this and we came up with this list I really believe these are the most pertinent issues facing. Healthcare in 2023. No, I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you. And we were sort of kidding about like no one asked our opinion. That's but, right. But you know, maybe maybe we need to put this out there. That's right. Uh, yep. And uh, and our listeners, I uh, hope hope you get a lot from this. But we've basically gotten gotten over two of our eleven bullet points. And I think the next one we're going to talk about is out of pocket patient yeah. costs, and, like know, what Dr. it actually Mark, costs. Yeah. Us, right. And and let's get into that. But before that, just so you know. Uh, for our listeners, we are writing an article, two articles today, and one of them is practicing A-plus medicine and value-based care, mm-hmm. and the second one is outcomes of a physician-patient partnership. Interesting. All right. So we, we'll be talking about that more so as we go further. We're going to have to be authors, too? I don't yeah, know, that's man. Right. Uh, you, know, you know me. I just like Put to show up and Put your writer hat on, Dr. Mark. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll probably have to dictate it. My, uh, my typing right. skills are pretty that's poor. Mine, yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Leah, let's talk about out-of-pocket patient costs. And it's estimated that of the overall cost of care today, and again, these are allowables paid, whether it's approved by CMS or private insurance, it's estimated that 48% of the 100% of healthcare costs actually come out of our pocket today. All right, so let's call it half. So half half of the costs are taken up by co-pays, co-insurance, and deductibles. That's right. So those are the three things. Or or just things that you pay for. And, and say, you know what, I'm not going to file yep. this through insurance, yep. right? And if you've and, and ever looked at an EOB yes. for an office visit. Tell me what EOB is. Oh, uh, an ex- explanation of benefit that shows that you went to the physician. Yep. He did X. He billed you under a certain CPT code, and this is what your insurance company paid. Yep. And then it shows what you paid. Yep. Many times the copay is more than what the insurance company reimburses yep. the it physician. Is. It is. You've seen it, Dr. Well, Mark, and, and the argument yep. is – that one of the values of having that insurance is that you have a negotiated contracted rate. That's exactly Which right. is much less than the official yep. rate, and the official yep. rate is yep. a ridiculous rate. It's, it's so, anywhere I from mean, two to four times less. Oh, easily. Yep. Yeah, easily. Yep. And, and But that's what all the – it's not like they have – magical powers or, you know, may the force be with you and you're going to pay, I'm going to pay you right, less. Right. They all pay less. That's right. And, and, That's and right. you can pay less too. If you pay out That's of right. pocket straight yep. and tell the hospital, listen, I'm paying you cash. Right. They're going to go, okay, yeah. you can, you can pay us 40% of this. Yeah. And most be done. physicians 
and hospitals, actually hospitals are even higher, but most physicians bill between 200 and 400 percent of the Medicare allowable fee schedule. Yeah, on their on what their billing is, what they bill if they charges, said if bill charges, bill charges yeah. but collecting that that fraction of that because yeah, they yeah exactly. right right. Yeah. So and and we see that number. I mean, there was a period of time that ended probably in the 90s, maybe in the early aughts, where you could negotiate you being a provider could negotiate a contract based on a percentage of your charges that's right and it was never a hundred percent of your charges no. right so so i think it was it became clear very early on that physicians could just keep up in their number mm-hmm. and try to make it yep. but the insurance companies had had none of that so yep. then so then everything got based on a percentage of medicare allowable right, right. and that was the the world game changer it was for can I hang a shingle and still be in business as exactly. a physician? And again, and we'll, we're going to talk about physician reimbursement later on yes, in one of our yes. bullets. But on this out-of-pocket cost, if you remember, we've had certain patient testimonies to where the provider, whoever that may be, whether it's hospital, right. uh, ancillary, physician, will go ahead and bill the patient, bill charges oh, bill before comes the out insurance right away. comes through. Sure. And what is our statement on that, Dr. Mark? Never, ever pay that bill. Without questioning it. You got it. You know, and, and that happened. I mean, you and I both, we talk about yep. personal experience. We talk about experience. Yep. Because the, I tell you, and there there are two things that are difficult about that. One is just the fact that it happens at all. And you look at it and you're That's like, right. you know what? Why are you even bothering me? Yep. And the other yep. is that the idea of the face of healthcare is your provider. That's like right. when you have to have something done. Your relationship your mind, is with right, your doctor. It's with your doctor. That's right. And when you see a bill for possibly hundreds of thousands of dollars, yep. Yep. you immediately think, well, he's getting a cut of that. Oh, yeah. And and I think that's damaging to that personal relationship. Very much right? so. And, and it's just not the reality. Now, I will say that the insurance companies have done a much better job when, when they do these pre-authorizations. Yes. And they come out and they'll send you a, a bill. Yep. And, and, and not, not a bill. They'll say, this is not a bill. This is an yep. estimation, and you know, and it's not coming from the hospital, right? And they'll they, what they like to do at the bottom is say, "This is how much you saved," yep. and it's it's yep. real. Well, you but, know, it's but, but it's based on that that yep. that cost of service yep. that's published that no one pays. Yeah, there was a research article done just recently about who actually looks at an explanation of benefits. Do you know that ninety five percent of Americans never even read it? I would have said 98. Yeah. I mean, because first of all. There's a 5% in yeah, there that yeah. actually look at it. Yeah. And yeah. Fr- frankly, I mean, if you're not in healthcare, yep. you've got to have some help to look at these. You bet. They're, That's right. They're purposefully complicated. Yep. And at but the, you better be looking at them. Well, you need to have somebody look those over. That's right. Because, That's you know, right. and especially if it's it's coming up and you're you're asking to write a check. Yep. The, what you need to know more than anything is you need to know what your copay and your, what your benefits are, what your deductible, that's right, that's right. and what your percentage, because yep. you know a lot of lot of programs you pay twenty yep. percent of what's yep. what's what's actually going to be paid. Twenty percent yep. comes out of your pocket. Yep. Yep. But as you said, almost fifty percent yep. of the dollars. Yeah, and you know, well, and you can look at Medicare. Yeah. We talked about Medicare last segment, yep. and yep. look at Medicare, and that's not. Free, like everybody no, thinks it is. It's still all. costing you at least 168 bucks a month. That's right, and that's likely right. more. That's right. So, so you're still paying. That's uh, what do we calculate? That that if you had a, if you don't have an MA plan, about six hundred dollars a month. Six hundred yep. a month, right? The Part B, the the supplement, and mm-hmm. the Part D yep. for drugs. 
About six hundred dollars. Six hundred a month, month yeah, for, yeah, and, yeah. and and that's yeah, yeah. there's a pretty good chance you that multiply that's half, that for half, a couple. That's yeah, a lot of that's, that's lot what of you were paying probably for your commercial insurance program just a few years ago. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. So so it is. It's it affects everybody across the board. Yeah. And so people talk to us a lot about, well, how can I lower my out of pocket costs? Well, if you go to a really high deductible plan, yep. you might be able to lower your out of pocket costs. Yep. But or only, lower your premium a little yeah, bit too. Yeah, but the only way that works is if you don't require the care. And you stay in an independent healthcare environment, Dr. Yes, Martin. Right. Oh yes. Because it's it's very yep. easy to hit that high deductible. And if you go to the hospital and get a have an, an MRI, MRI yeah. and, and an you'll emergency nail your visit. entire yep. year's allotment yep. Yep. in one in, procedure. In a high deductible yep. plan. Yep. Yeah. And and yeah. plans used to be a high deductible was five hundred five hundred dollars. Now yeah. it's twelve thousand. They were very popular five six years ago. Yeah. Well, I do think that the HSAs, the you know the health savings accounts, yeah. Yeah. are very very helpful in yeah. those. But because, again, you still have that card with money that yeah. you need to know how to manage properly. Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. And now those are so. Who's making money on that now? Well, it's an investment product. That's right. And so they're taking a percentage of the investment. Yeah, that's right. And who owns That's the right. company? Yep. The H, you know, like yep. was it uh, Optum, which is a big HSA Optum. company. Optum is the big one, yeah. And who yep. owns them? Yeah, United Healthcare. Exactly. Yep. So United Healthcare owns essentially a banking industry that deals with the money that they're going to get paid right. from their healthcare. So exactly. So it's it's an incredible, and there's no limit like there is for yep. their insurance yep. costs. So yep. so that that's that big tie around that. Yeah. that I was just with uh, someone the other day having lunch, and they mentioned to me that, uh, and I think you were there. Well, actually, it was breakfast. I was going to say, it could have been lunch. I don't yeah, eat lunch. They mentioned that they had a $6,000 bill from oh, yeah. from the hospital, yep. Yep. and and it was based on their copay. Yep. And when they found out, their copay was only $1,800. You remember that yep. conversation? Absolutely. Yep. That's exactly why you never pay a right. bill without looking at it. Yeah, because once yep. the money is written out, I'm not saying you're not going to get it back. I'm just saying you're not going to get it back soon. Maybe a year. Yeah, exactly. A year and, later. And, yep. and it's, it's ironic because... And if at, you put that on a credit card and you're acquiring interest and you don't pay it off every month, no. it's going to cost even more. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And no, let's well, talk about that for just a minute. Medical debt. Yeah. While we're talking about out-of-pocket sure, costs. Sure, sure. I think that, that fits, fits right, right in. in. Yep, absolutely. You know, 50% of America has a medical debt of over $500. Yep. Yep. Today. And the, and the average debt is several thousand. Uh, about 2,000. Yep. 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 So, so, and the only silver lining that we talk about and it's only a little bit of a silver lining is that the the groups that you owe money to are not allowed to report it to the credit departments to, to as of january 1 as of january just 1 started. just just 2023 that's right. that's right but for one for one year, year. That's right. now it could take you a full year to get to the bottom of what you actually owe our, and that's what i'm worried well, about is you that recall, you can get reported yeah for something that you actually don't know that's right. if you recall the person we were talking to who had that six thousand dollars said it took them a year yep to resolve it yep. and it finally got resolved yep so so that that's a loophole a year is not long enough not long because that can get burned up and so at the end of that year yep. maybe in, in the 14th yep. month yep. You may find out yeah. that you're uh, that you were correct yeah. and you don't owe that money, but you still have that yeah. ding on your credit. Yeah, half of bankruptcies in America were due to medical debt last year. Yeah, and so I think this law is going to help. But I'm just wondering, Doctor Mark, is it only going to con- postpone the evidence? The ev- well, what is, it, is the there, there's a rule about foreclosure, right? That 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 me- the medical debt 
or well, can no. You, if once it hits your credit report, it is it's it going to ruin your credit report. No, I don't credit, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. what can they uh, on on collections? Can they force collections against your primary residence? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, um, but but um, either yeah. way, I think that year I don't think is they not can long. do that. I yeah. don't think they can take your. Yeah, home, I think there's there's some. But they can certainly ruin yeah. your credit where yeah. you can't buy another home. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. No, I think that year it, it, you have to extend it because yeah. just because of the the way the wheels move, it is a start. It's a start. Well, but yeah. it was and it was probably a start as an appeasement. Yeah, and because yeah. uh, yeah. you know, but although it, it yeah. did it did come on pretty quickly, so that's yeah. a, that's a, a I mean, nice. It's piece. it's incredible to me when uh, we get personally our family gets health care and then we're in a hospital mm-hmm. how fast these hospital bills start coming out. Oh, sure. And they call you every other week yeah. until you pay it. I mean, I it's I, just ridiculous. I, I had a, a charge through one of the the hospital systems just at my uh, my visit that's covered the the mm-hmm. annual visit mm-hmm. for some labs. Okay, and I, every time I I get it, I'd get an email and I'd get a letter and I'd call and they go, oh no 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 no, don't pay that. There, there was an error in yep. the way that was okay. That went on yep. for two years. Yep, and I finally paid the bill. Wow, you know, and because at the uh, they're like, no, actually yep. you do owe it. It was a uh, hundred and forty dollars. Okay, and they had but. I just couldn't fight it any longer. Right, and, right, and, and you, that's and you don't normally want, what happens. Yeah, and you yeah. don't want even even a yeah. small ding like that can can work yeah. on your credit. So it hap- happens to everybody. Yeah. And I knew what I was doing, and I was calling, and I was doing everything that we say. And they were telling me, yeah, yeah. don't pay that, don't pay that, but they couldn't make yeah. it go away. Dr. Mark, we've, we're talking about the biggest issues facing health care in 2023. We've talked about health care premiums, drug costs, and out-of-pocket patient costs. Next week, we're going to talk about health equity and access to patient care, social determinants of health, physician reimbursement, staffing shortages. I bet we get to half of those, but we'll I do whatever we, we can do. Great show today, Larry. Look See you next to week. You next week. Okay. Thank you for joining us today on Healthcare Now. To find the answers you are looking for or have a question, you can reach Larry and Dr. Mark by emailing your questions and comments to follow us at healthcarenow.us. And we'll continue our discussion same time next week on navigating our complex healthcare system on Healthcare Now. On Healthcare Now. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.